If you've ever thought, I would love to write a book one day, then you don't want to miss this episode. But here's the deal. Even if you're not thinking about that, but you have another big project or goal that you've been putting off forever, stay tuned. I'm going to go through some super easy tips and take you through my exact process of breaking down a really big goal, seeing it through, and making it happen. Join me today on Productivity on Purpose. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rock star professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Welcome back, sweet sister. Ruthu here. And if we're just meeting, I'm so excited you're here because I help women like you go from overwhelmed and overloaded to in control and confident. I talk all things productivity, both at work and at home, because as a working mama myself, I know it's just all life. So thank you so much for being here today. You are awesome to spend your time with me. And if you have listened to me in the past or are familiar with me, then you know I have a book. And I'm proud to say that it is an Amazon bestseller. It is called Accomplish It, Seven Simple Actions to Get the Right Things Done and Achieve Your Goals. By the way, note to self, anytime I write another book in the future, do not make a title so long that I have to look at the book to remember it because I can never keep it straight in my head. (laughs) Okay, definitely a learning lesson there. Listen, if you haven't gotten your hands on this bad boy, what are you waiting for? If you've ever wished you could get more things done without perpetual stress, dive into it right now. It's a really easy to read, entertaining journey of seven simple actions to help you stop feeling scattered and overwhelmed and get and stay motivated and like truly feel accomplished. So you can get that at lifeisorganized.com forward slash book. I will go ahead, of course, link it in the notes. And last I checked, I had almost 35 five-star reviews, which is very exciting because only about five of them were my friends. So that was pretty cool. I listen, so I'm telling you all this because today I want to take you through the process of writing a book, but hang on tight. If you are here and you're like, I'm not, I have no interest in writing a book, listen anyway, because the process I went to applies really to any big project or any big goal in your life. So if you have a big goal or project that's been on your list for a long time and you haven't been able to cross it off, then you might want to just keep listening. And of course, if at any point you've been thinking, ah, you know, maybe one day I want to get something out in the world like a book or I want to write an ebook or uh, a course or just, you know, something like that, I'd love to kind of bundle up all my experiences or my knowledge and get it out, then you want to listen to this too. So if that's you, I want to let you know, first of all, I thought about writing my book for probably two years before I actually started writing it. Yeah, at least two years. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I, mean, I think it was like a, it was a thought, probably, I don't know, maybe longer than that. But in my head, it was kind of just a, a little embryo of a thought of, you know, maybe one day I should do that. I'd like to do that, but never really came to fruition. And I'd say maybe two years before I actually started writing was when it was more like, yeah, you know what? This is really a big goal of mine in my life. It's on my bucket list. 
And quite frankly, at that time, for me, it was really more of a marketing tool. It was, I I speak a lot. I speak a lot nationally. And often when I'm applying for speaking at conferences or associations, you have to fill out an application. And one of the questions are, do you have a book? Are you a published author? And this really made me think, you know, I this is something that would help me in that arena and speaking and help in my publicity. So that was really my initial motivation. But as I went through the process, I realized and recognized what a bigger, deeper, meaningful goal it was for me, how rewarding it was, how challenging it was in many ways. But now it's just, it's really cool. It's really cool to have reached that goal, to have gotten it out in the world, to share and you know my thoughts and knowledge and experiences with so many amazing women and really help impact them. So it's just had a bunch of deeper meaning than when I originally, like I said, it was that embryo of a thought. So lesson one is that it will feel overwhelming. Whatever the project is, it's going to feel overwhelming, but don't let it go because it. I promise that when you do it, when you start it, when you get through it, it has such a meaningful, rewarding, incredible impact in your life. And it just sets the stage for more motivation for other goals in your life. I feel like since I've done it, it's been about two years now since I published my book, that once I did that, actually after that, my next goal was to start this podcast. And it was so much... It was almost easier in the sense like, because I knew I had this big goal of the book, I completed it. So that led me to believe and truly have the confidence that, you know what, I can now tackle another big goal like a podcast and I can get through it and I'll be just fine. So it really helped me, you know, just build my confidence and my self-esteem as well. Um, And getting back to the overwhelm, yeah, so I was super overwhelmed. I was really caught up in all the steps, you know, writing a book is a really big project. So I had to write it. I had to edit it. I was like, gosh, I need someone to do the graphics and where do I get it printed? And what kind of cover do I have? And the biggest question that I was grappling with was, do I self-publish or do I go like through a traditional publishing company? And so all of these things were swirling around in my head for those couple years. And it was just stunting me and stopping my progress. I didn't do anything. And so here's how I got over that. And this is really important. This is an important lesson. I decided to not focus on anything else but the writing. So I made no decisions. I had no answers to the publishing question about self-publishing or going through a publisher on what the course was, sorry, what the title was going to be, what the graphics were going to be, how I was going to get it printed, nothing. I said, let me just put that to bed. And just focus on the writing. That way it was simplified. It wasn't so overwhelming. Of course, even that was overwhelming, but it was like just one goal. It was tunnel vision. So that's the next lesson is when it's big, when it's overwhelming, focus on the one step, the one piece of it that you want to accomplish. Don't even think about the rest because as we know, as we go through step by step, the next step will get more clear and the next step will get more clear. But if we're starting with all those steps in the beginning, it's very overwhelming and will shut you down. Okay, so that was that lesson just to you know keep going because I focused on one thing, writing only. Second, the next thing I did was I broke down the writing piece. The writing piece is itself really big, right? I have to write a whole freaking book. It was like a lot. What? How was I going to start? Where was it going to go? How was I going to weave through everything? I had no idea. So when I sat down and I did a brain dump and just sat and just kind of wrote out on a piece of paper, 
just all the things I would need to do to write. Like for example, I wanted to include stories. I had all these different ideas. I wanted to leverage things from my blog. I had different tips and strategies. I just started doing a brain dump. And what I realized was actually the very first step after doing that whole brain dump, but that what gave me clarity was, and it seems so obvious afterwards, but it was that I needed to create an outline. That's it. I needed to take all these thoughts and come up with some direction, like a guidepost, a roadmap. And I kind of only came to that like after I did that brain dump. And again, it seemed very clear right now. I was like, oh, duh, of course I need to create an outline first. You know, I need to see what I was doing. But I couldn't really go through that process until I did just a creative outpour of everything that was in my brain. So that was the second thing. So first, remember, I just focused on one goal, one piece was writing. Second, I did the brain dump. And then third, that led me to my next immediate step, which is to create an outline. So now my goal is just to create an outline, and that's it. Laser focus, tunnel vision on creating an outline. So immediately, this feels tremendously less stressful and overwhelming. It's still a big ask. It's still a lot to think about, but it's just the outline. Okay, so... I went ahead and I started creating this outline. And I wish I could say, oh yeah, I sat down for 30 minutes and put on a timer and I got an outline. I definitely did not. That was a process as well because because I just didn't know. I didn't know what the outline was going to be. So it took some time. It took a few sessions or periods or times that I blocked in my calendar and just sat and think. But I had that big brain dump list. So because of that, I was able to kind of categorize some of my thoughts and put them together in different buckets and really kind of start like creating this this outline for better lack of a better word of like a way that I could sort of tell my story. So I sat and I created that. Now, I didn't love the first version. I did another version. And when at some point, I'd say like version two, probably maybe version two and a half. I was like, okay, this feels really good. I'm sure it will change along the way, but at least this is a starting point, and that's really all I needed, okay? So I had that. Here was like my uh, key points that I wanted to get through in each chapter, which by the way, little uh, spoiler alert here, it's those seven simple actions. So I broke it up into these like seven strategies, these seven chapters that I was going to go through each of these lessons and these strategies. Then... Next step. Now, this was really interesting, and I'm I'm trying to remember if I'd heard it somewhere, or really, I think I I leverage this next strategy from other books that I really enjoyed reading. Now, specifically, I'm going to say these are nonfiction books. I read a lot of personal development, business oriented books, so this is not a strategy I got particularly from a fiction book. And I don't know how well it would work for that, but I essentially then next moved to a framework within the outline. Okay, and this was really critical. This was so key to my structure and this was super key to how I got through the writing process. So let me explain what that means. Basically, within each chapter, I was like, if I break this down to make it even smaller, because my goal in life is to make everything bite-sized and small and small and small and small so I can tackle it so I don't feel overwhelmed by it, so it doesn't paralyze me, right? I want to keep breaking things down so I can start making progress, make little baby steps. So I said, well, within the outline, is there almost like an outline within the outline that I can create, like a framework within the outline? So what I decided was I was going to tell a story, like a personal story 
in the beginning of each chapter. That's how each chapter would begin with a story. Then that story would be related to and would transition into the lesson, the strategy of that chapter. And then it would end with next steps or a challenge. Now, by the way, you may have noticed a similar theme in my podcast. It's kind of similar. I don't always start with the story, but I definitely weave in a stories or personal anecdotes, have a lesson, and I always end on my next steps and challenge. So this helped me tremendously because now I could say, okay, here's my maybe seven chapters, plus I had an intro chapter, I had a conclusion, but within those seven at least, as I'm actually typing this out on a Word document, it now says, you know, chapter one, you know, the first action, that first strategy, and below that, there's three bullet points. It's like story, lesson, and next steps. And now I could go in and do that chapter by chapter on my outline and start filling in those blanks in a chapter in an outline format. So I wasn't like going in and writing out a whole story, but now this helped me brainstorm, well, what would be a great story that would relate to that particular lesson? And then based on that, what are two or three next steps that I might bullet point out on my outline? Now, listen, this could be something you could do if you're thinking about this. And again, this can relate to a paper, a dissertation, a book, uh, a, you know, it, it can go across so many different communications that you're doing. It doesn't have to be a book, but this idea of including and creating a framework just absolutely creates a structure for you and makes it so much easier for you to brainstorm what you should be speaking about or what you want to, you know, talk about next or write about next, actually. So I could have chosen a very different framework. It could have been, you know what, I'm going to tell a story in every other chapter, or I'll, I'll include a personal story in every other chapter, and then the alternating chapters, I'll do a story about like someone famous and relate it to the lesson. Or I could have decided I'm going to start and end each chapter with a quote, and so that quote is going to transition like into that lesson, and then it's going to end on you know another similar quote, and then that way I could outline quotes. Um, or I could have decided, you know what, my framework will be, I will do five to 10 short tips per chapter. And that way I could have on my outline put, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 on each chapter. And then like started writing in some tips. I mean, there's a tons of different ways to create frameworks. The idea is that you're essentially doing something one time and then repeating it. And it feels very different, by the way, for the reader because they're getting like different tips or getting different stories or giving different, you know, examples, but it's following this framework. So it, it is different for them, their experience, but it's also creating their expectations in a way that like they know what to expect. They look forward to it. I can't tell you how much feedback I have actually received on this. And again, I don't, no one, no one writes in their reviews or calls me and says, I loved your framework, but they're like, I really liked how you had the stories and you like tie it to the lesson. This is so great. And they really appreciate that. And so as you're reading through the book, you sort of know, well, this is what I'm going to expect in each one. So it worked extremely well for me. The next step, because I had created that framework was to start writing, but here's the great news. Since I had that outline and I had the framework, I didn't have to write in order. This was one of the best tips I could tell you about writing. Again, this may not, this probably will not work for a fiction book, but for a nonfiction book, it was great because I had the outline. I didn't have to say, 
Well, necessarily, chapter three is all based on chapter one, as it would be in probably like a fiction book, right? You're building your character development and your story. But given that this wasn't, I could sort of write pieces from chapter four. I could write the story, and then I could jump back into like chapter two, and then I could go to chapter 10. And I might have been a little bit stumped on thinking about, well, what's the great story here? I don't know what to write about this, but I know what the next steps and the takeaways are. I can write the challenge part. So it was a really great way. And I cannot remember who I heard this from. It was either a book I read or on a podcast, but some author or someone said, you know, if you break up your chapters in ways that one does not always depend on the other, it will really help your writing process. And that really stuck with me. Now, when I went back and edited the whole thing, I definitely tied things back. I was like, hey, remember that, that, lesson or strategy we talked about in chapter one, or remember this, or, you know, you can add on to that. Like I did go back later on and tie them up a bit, but as they stood, they were kind of these individual lessons, individual chapters, which really helped me get through it. Again, that structure, that framework, it was like little bite-sized pieces to get through. Okay, so the next thing that I did that was super helpful and kept me very engaged and motivated was that I gave myself a writing goal every week, every week. And when I started, it was 2,500 words a week. And I worked on weekdays, so it was 500 words a day. That may seem like a lot to you, that might seem like very little to you, but that was what I gave myself. And it was great because I had something to work towards every day. Now, Here's what's important about that. For me, it was not 500 words edited and going back and fixing it and cleaning it up. It was just words on a page. I'm just gonna get my words out. Even if they don't sound that great, even I know I'm gonna go back and edit this and re-edit this and re-edit this, but my goal was the 500 words a day. Now, at that point, we were, remember, I was right in the midst of a big home renovation. So at one point, I remember I basically fell off. Like I couldn't, I wasn't doing that. And I think I maybe said, okay, well then two or three days this week, I'll do the 500 words, not all five days. The point was that I adjusted what I needed to, but I had that weekly goal. I started on that Monday knowing what I had in mind. So I had something to work towards, right? We want to keep ourselves accountable. If it's just like, I'm just going to write, I'm going to write, I'm going to write, who knows when you're going to write, okay? Now for you, it might be, might not be the number of words, maybe maybe it's a time. Maybe you're like, I'm going to write just words on a page, whatever comes out for 40 minutes every day without fail. First thing in the morning or at night or whenever it is, but it's you know 30 minutes, one hour, 40 minutes. There's some type of goal that you're shooting for. Now, for me at that time, I wrote first thing in the morning because I know that it like the whole day would just get ahead. I'd be caught in the home renovations and the emails and all the other distractions. And the it was I wrote a lot of it in the spring and summer. My kids were busy in schools and camps. I had a lot of driving. My husband was traveling. There was just a lot going on. So for me, it was first thing in the morning. I would wake up. And I remember this so well because I, I just remember the whole writing process. I'd walk. I'd go for a walk from about 6 to 6.40 or like maybe I'd leave at 6.05, be back by 6.45. And then I was in the car at seven because I'd take the kids to school and then I'd write from 7.30 to 8.30 every day. So sometimes at 7.30, might be 7.40, but I'd be done by 8.30. So I'd get into good, you know, 50 to 60 minutes. But my main point was I had to get that 500 words down. That's what I was really shooting for. And I could typically do that in that amount of time. So 
again, it's like giving yourself real accountability. What are your goals? And then setting up your environment and your day so that you're going to hit that goal. Like what is the best time of day for you? Are you best working in a coffee shop or are you best working in your house? Or you want to get away from everybody? Do you need to go sit in your car and do it? Like, where is it that you're going to get the focus and the quiet and the silence and you know, everything you need to make it a really enjoyable practice and something you look forward to? You know, I've talked a lot in the past about setting up your environment, how important this is to your mood and your inspiration and your motivation. Maybe you need to just put on a beautiful candle or have like light music in the background or, you know, just go in a, in your special place in your room or whatever it might be. But you want to really be thinking about that and create that environment and atmosphere so that it's really conducive to you getting it done, making it enjoyable and, you know, doing what you set out to do. There is nothing more frustrating than having this goal and then, you know, actually setting out the time and then going to the place and being like, I'm just distracted. I can't focus. I have a million other things I'm doing. And then you just feel like a failure and you start your day off from, from just fail, failing. And so that was really, really important to me as well. Hey, I need to interrupt for just a minute to tell you about a very cool opportunity. If you like what you've been hearing, or maybe you've been on my mailing list and are familiar with my blog, or maybe you've heard me speak, or maybe you've read my book, or maybe you've taken one of my classes, however you know me, and you like my style and I've provided a lot of value and insight, then I would love to invite you for a free coaching session with me. If you're feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, or scattered, let's have a live complimentary session together. Here's how it works. You fill out a form to answer a few simple questions about your challenges. If you're selected, we will have a live on-air coaching call where I will guide you, I'll offer you recommendations and strategies to solve your burning issues. I know that whatever issues you're having, you're not alone. There are other amazing driven women out there with the same challenges, and I cannot think of a better way for them or you to get real-life answers than in a real-life situation. So if that's something you'd like to be a part of, please come over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash coach me. That's one word, lifeisorganized.com forward slash coach me. Okay, so that essentially got me through the like that writing process. So just a quick recap, it was like, I'm going to only focus on the writing, nothing else. I created the outline. Then I moved to a framework within the outline. Um, I started writing and I didn't have to go in order, which was so tremendously helpful. I gave myself a writing goal every week. So sometimes it was daily, sometimes it was a couple days a week. It just depended what was going on. I had blocked on my calendar, for me, I call it my power hour, the first thing in the morning when I was actually going to get that done because I knew if I didn't do it then, then it wasn't going to happen. And I created the environment that was really great for me. So we actually moved out at that point because our house was getting renovated. So I either would go straight, drop off my kids at the camps or schools and go straight to a coffee shop, which was actually one of the best places for me to write. Or we were in a rental and I would go to that bedroom um, and just like lock that door or close the doors by myself. My husband was gone. Everybody was out of the house and I would write there. So what's your space going to be? All right. And that brings us up to what the lot one of the last steps was was that once it was all done when the actual writing was done that's when I finally focused on all the next steps one step at a time one step at a time so that's actually at that point was when I was like okay I should probably now contact an editor 
And that's one step. And let me let me reach out to a few friends and look online and you know talk to some colleagues, get out a few emails to editors and see who might be a good fit. It was like one little mini project. Then while that was all kind of happening, I got all my emails out. I was hearing back from them. I was like, okay, let me look into someone who can create the art, the graphics, the cover. And when that was complete off my list, I was like, okay, let me start really considering and thinking about this whole publishing, self-publishing. Do I get out to a publisher? What do I do? And started talking and having conversations and following up with colleagues, you know, doing all the research. And so it was step by step by step broken down. So it was manageable, not overwhelming. And even though some of those steps felt really big, just knowing I was only trying to get through one piece of the project at a time got me through it. Okay, I can't stress enough how important that is. All right. And essentially, that's really how I did it. If if you want more information on like specifically how I decided I did self-publish, I did it on Amazon. I think it's called KDP Publishing. Um, if you're interested in hearing more, let me know. Come on over to the podcast. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward, forward slash 58. Let me know and I'd be happy to do a, a follow up you know, on this and I can get more into it. But I really want to get you through that writing process or, or how I just looked at getting this book done and how you can apply this same process to any big project or goal in your life. All right, so if in general you feel like you are putting off big goals in your life, there might be reasons at play. So maybe you're not leveraging assets effectively or you're feeling super scattered or you're not planning your day accurately or you're just having a really hard time breaking down goals the way I was talking about it. Like I know it's a lot easier for me to just spew this out than to actually do it when it's you in the middle of it all. So If you have any of these challenges, I just want you to know I am here for you. I would love to work through them with you. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash contact and set up a time for us to chat. If you like my style, if you like the way I teach, you'll get a lot of value from our time together, which is totally on the house. We get this first session free to really get to the root of like, what, you know, holding you back or keeping you paralyzed or just overwhelming you and just talk about what are some simple strategies that can help you get through it. Lastly, if you haven't already, please leave me a quick review on your listening platform of your choice. It would really mean a lot to me. I would love to read and feature your review on an upcoming podcast. So just come on over, please do that. Subscribe if you haven't already. And, you know, don't forget to hit that share button, send this to a colleague or a bestie that you think might benefit from this info too. Because friends, don't let other friends miss out on all the goodness in your life. I would love to hear from you. Stay connected. I appreciate you, your energy, your time, your love. And I cannot wait for us to connect again. Here's to getting more of the right things done. And here's to embracing productivity on purpose. I will catch you next time, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.